listening to Buckets and Beyond. Yep, this is Jay doing the intro today. It's a little different. Ben's not here with us. I'm here no with ben. Andrew. Yep, no Ben. Just us two. And we're going to recap the last week of the playoffs. We've got some, got some beautiful tragedies going on here. Got, got some got some teams getting bounced. This is a special surprises. this is a special roast episode of Buckets oh, and Beyond. Yes. We will oh, be yes. dragging everyone. <laughs> Not named Luke Doncic. Yeah. yeah, let's let's just jump on right into it, man. Like, so so who got bounced this past week? Um, we're recording this on the the nineteenth of September. The conference finals just now started the last couple of days. Um, so, yeah, who got bounced this last week? So, to to Mavs fans' enjoyment, we got to see not only the Rockets get. Uh, thrashed in five games by uh, by the Lakers. We also get to see the Clippers uh, bow out after being up 3-1 on the Nuggets uh, and also got bounced in pretty, uh, pretty shameful fashion. Um, the Rockets looked dejected and just like out of sorts, didn't know what they were doing out there against the Lakers, lost by 20. Uh, same with the Clippers in, in a certain sense. They came out and the Nuggets just stepped on their neck and just kept on going. Uh, I mean, people have, I mean, Kawhi and PG combined for 24 points in that game. They shot like just God awful. Uh, uh, the defense, I mean, and players were quoted as saying for the Clippers, they were quoted as saying like, yeah, we were gassed at the end of that game, which yeah. – <laughs> which is is just the cherry on top of this little of this little Sunday uh and and Ben's not here today so I I feel comfortable saying this Ben had it right for most of this season because I remember we've had conversations over the last six or seven months about the Clippers and the Clippers were were the one team we didn't want to face uh as the Mavericks they played us really physically we we yeah. You know, had some struggles with them in the regular season, and obviously we lost to them in six games. Uh, but Ben Ben was consistently pointing out to all of us, and, and it came out to be true, uh, the load management, the, the injuries, the lack of team chemistry, all came – they reared their it's, ugly yeah. heads. And it was like, uh, y'all have, have been resting everybody up for this moment and now this moment is here and uh your, your legs are tired oh you're, you're 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 tired i mean it just it oh just chef's kiss <laughs> chef's kiss justice was served uh what what were some of your reactions to just this this bountiful week of nba of nba playoffs jay the the seeing the nuggets come up is so crazy and seeing the clipper really the Clippers still struggling is just is crazy because just like you said, we thought they were going to win in like past episodes. I'm like, I'm quoted. I'm on pod, man. I'm on record now saying I'm scared of PG, man. Like I'm embarrassed for myself, dude. Like, like really uh, you're, uh, 
you called it, man. Like, I mean, Ben called it. It's like, it's, it's just, it all caught up to them. And, and the fact that the conditioning wasn't up, like I heard those reports too, that they were like, just sucking when asking them, asking them to go on the bench in the second half. And in the second half was just a disaster for, for the Clippers. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's really funny to see that. Uh, and you know, what else is crazy was hearing Paul George's reaction after the game, um, even post game. Yeah. They're asking him questions about the season, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're still figuring it out, you know, uh, you know, quiet and I, you know, we didn't view this as championship or bust. We didn't view this season as championship yeah. or bust. Yeah, it, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, it's so crazy hearing him react like that after losing. I don't know, it, and it, it's 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 also funny contrast with the with the Celtics, the news about how how they reacted to their loss." Um, some we can yeah, they're about. also kind of on the prep, being pushed to the precipice now by the heat. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, their um, um, their struggles. Yeah, they're being exposed too. But I mean, I think the story with that more is just is the heat's dominance. I think that's more what people are are talking about. You know, how yeah. great Drogic is playing. How great. How great. How great everyone's playing. You know. And I think I think we talked about we've talked about the heat in earlier pods is, you know, one of those dangerous playoff teams, one of those teams that like nobody really wants to face, but we weren't really sure, you know, nobody was crowning them like the favorite. They've come out and they are, I want to say they're 13 and one in the playoffs. I mean, or they're like, they have one loss in the playoffs. So far. otherwise they're, they're steamrolling everybody. Uh, so now it begs the question: Like, are are the Heat, are the Heat the favorites to win? I know we've got the the Lakers have also been steamrolling people. Um, they might be about to steamroll the Nuggets. We can get into that in a little bit. But I have to ask, especially you as more of like the Lakers Lebron follower. Yeah. Like, are the Heat, are the Heat the favorite? Obviously, they're closest to the finals right now. They'd have two more wins to get there. But if you're stacking them up against Celtics. Lakers, Nuggets, uh, are they are they the best constructed team um, to bring down, you know, to fly the championship banner, to hoist the Larry O'Brien? Well, I'll say they're they're the biggest surprise. I'll say I'll say they have a pretty clear path down there now. Um, but nah, I'm gonna say the Lakers are still the favorite, man. Because like yeah. the Lakers, they have two losses in in the playoffs. The you know they lost the first game of each series, but after that they figured it out. And and the Lakers have been dominant in a lot of their wins too. And and I mean the the Heat, you know the Heat have have had their dominant wins as well. Like obviously winning every they've game. Also, they've also won. gutted out several wins. I mean, they had one win against Milwaukee that was decided by free throws at the zero point at the zero second mark it was essentially yeah. like all right if you can make a free throw you win this game yeah it's clutch man that, that's real clutch like but um i don't know what's surprising about the heat is how how their defense is turned up um i heard that they use so that you know their zone defense is famous right now like like that's the flavor of the month they're bringing their zone defense back but they use man defense uh, in a big part of the first couple rounds of the um, of the playoffs, 
the whole so, for, for most of the season they uh i believe for most of the season they played in a zone and then brought out some man defense for the first couple rounds of the playoffs and then switched it up again uh i've seen a lot of people joking just trashing brad stevens and the celtics on twitter like you guys you guys can't make a single adjustment you guys can't uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's funny like i don't know it's 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 i don't it's bold of them to to make I don't know, to to switch their defense around like that to me you know it's yeah. uh it's it's impressive they can make these switches and be so dominant on the defensive side of the ball so i mean it'll be scary for the lakers but but the lakers they could run it up and they could run it up early, and they're going to outshoot. I think they're just going to outscore the Heat and, and really anybody that's in their path at this point, you know. Yeah, we saw it last I, night. They, I, yeah. I think I think the Heat could can will definitely – and, of course, this is assuming a lot about all of these teams and, and assuming that we're going to get a Heat-Lakers final. But I think the Heat have an answer. I mean, it's hard to say, does anyone have an answer for LeBron at this point? Like, He's just – he's LeBron. He's going to get his – he's going to do what he's going to do uh, regardless. Uh, but I think it comes down to the fact that, like, that I don't think – especially the Heat, uh, of all the teams remaining, don't have an answer for AD. Like, you have you have Bam Adebayo is a great defensive player. Um, like, great motor is, is incredible. But is going to be a little undersized going up against – a guy like a guy like AD um and so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it plays out um one thing that I kind of want to pick your brain about and this can we can circle back a little bit to the Clippers rocket slander here uh is is it's been interesting to watch for me to see like which coaches are are kind of dialing it up and whose coaches like their stock is rising and whose coaches and which coaches I think have, have been kind of exposed. Um, Mike D'Antoni, we know, will not be returning to the Houston Rockets next season. Um, also, like, I think, I think we all need to do some soul searching around our thoughts on, on, uh, on Doc Rivers. And, like, where does he fall in the yep. pantheon of, like, great coaches? Because um, if your guys aren't prepared, if they're not conditioned – if if your second best your second best player in playoff P and Paul George is saying, is saying that this wasn't a championship or bust season, if if there's so many guys that it looks like it just feels like a ton of wasted talent uh, for the for like the seventh year in a row. Like this is not the first yeah. time a uber talented Clippers team has fallen short fallen short not just of like making to the championship fallen short of making it to the conference finals the conference finals like they yeah. can't make it to the <laughs> conference finals and and we can and we can make some you know we can give some allowances for uh for like the golden state years like you know if you if you get so if you're so unlucky as to bump into golden state in the second round i get it I get why you might not make the conference finals. Uh, the Mavericks dealt with that a ton in the early 2000s where, like, 
we would get out of the second round and, oh, look, who is it? It's the Lakers, Shaq and Kobe. Great. Like, I guess we're not making the conference finals. Or we'd get out and we'd bump into, oh, who is it? Oh, it's Tim Duncan and the Spurs. Great. I guess we're not making the conference finals. So, like, I give you some allowances there. But they have consistently been one of the most talented teams, you know, this year and in past years with the the CP3 teams and the Blake Griffin and the DeAndre Jordan teams. And they just, they can't hack it. Uh, so I wonder what's your, and we're, we're seeing, we're seeing a little bit of this kind of this coaching battle with Eric Spolster of the Heat and Brad Stevens um, where the Heat have come out prepared. They've, their defense has switched, has switched up. They're styming the Celtics. And Brad Stevens, who is widely considered as one of the best coaches in the league, has been kind of just, uh. Uh, So I'd love to hear your thoughts on just kind of going down the line. Uh, Is is Doc Rivers, uh, is his his seat warming up maybe a little bit? We already know D'Antoni's getting booted. Absolutely, Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think – I don't know, even Rockets fans, Rockets fans, I think, are ready for a new coach. I think everybody's ready for a new change. They definitely I, need I wish something. We could, to... I wish we could have an entire episode to document uh, the the failures of Mike D'Antoni. Or just like, I, yeah. mean, I, I would spend, but yeah. anyway. I forgot where, I, I heard somewhere that he was complaining about getting paid. I don't know, that he wanted more money or something. I thought that was just hilarious. Uh, I don't know. It might have just been a rumor. This is, so, so this is, gosh, this is this is what I'm gonna rant a little bit here. So Mike D'Antoni, yeah. like he's he's been he's been often described as like an offensive genius, a guru. You know, like he's he's constructed these offensive juggernauts, but has never been able to get you know again get to a championship. He is the third. He has the third most wins of any NBA coach to never make an NBA Finals. Uh, he's mm-hmm. second behind uh, Don Nelson, and I forget I forget the first. But he wins a ton of games, plays some exciting basketball, doesn't win championships. Uh, so the idea that he should one make more money when like you've consistently <laughs> proven you can't you can't you haven't been able to get this team. You have a two time MVP. You had two players that have won MVPs, and again and you and apparently this season the roster was constructed the way you wanted it to be like you had the small ball yeah. lineup you had the perfect lineup and let's not forget they were not the most efficient offense in the NBA uh ladies and gentlemen they were not the best yeah. offense in the NBA for all of his offensive prowess for all of his talent they were not the best offense in the NBA your Dallas Mavericks were the most efficient offense That's right. in the NBA That's right. so so it, it's fine. I'm, I'm hoping that he has a little bit of an extended time on unemployment uh, this fall. Um, I know that there's going to be, I know there's going to be some team that is desperate for like some excitement uh, and is going to bring him in. Uh, but yeah, it, D'Antoni is my my respect for him has dropped yeah. precipitously. Uh, Put this, yeah, this man needs to retire, man. Like, <laughs> I I didn't know about the third most wins out of I don't know. I guess, I'm assuming that's active coaches. No, 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 no. That's all time. That's all time. Wow. wow. Don Nelson. Don Nelson has been retired for 
like the better part of the last 10 years or yeah 10 like man yeah yeah that's bananas i'm glad you brought up uh brad stevens too because um i don't know i i think like it's a little bit early to um to you know to put him on the hot seat to to question him because you know like they've done some amazing things this playoffs but like the way he's he's so just ned flanders calm like <laughs> you know he just oakley dokley yeah, he's just no, so indeed. like, all right, guys, we gotta, you know, okay, so, so, you know, just real, even, even keeled, like, like just real in the pocket. Yeah. I, and 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 we saw after game two, we saw that there's a locker room, a locker room explosion. You know, I wonder if, um, I wonder if Brad Stevens keeping everything under pressure. I wonder if the pressure's maybe building up, and if maybe we're seeing yeah. some, uh, some, some things boil up there. Um, I, I, I think it, I think it's interesting that both him and Spolster seem kind of chill, but, um, but I don't know, Brad Stevens team seems a little more, I don't know, like, I don't want to say streaky, but I don't, it depends on how the team is feeling versus how I, I think the team can go out there and play with Brad Stevens coaching and, they still might lose if they're not feeling good. Or, you know, they still might, they yeah. still might not yeah. have their, their heads. They might not have mean. their closeness yeah. at all times. You know, like, I don't think Brad Stevens is invincible, basically. Eric Spolster, I trust more than Brad Stevens is what I'm trying to get at. But, yeah, um, uh, yeah I also think, think it comes down to, you've seen, you've seen this a lot in the bubble where it, it definitely feels like the Heat have rallied around kind of their leader and Jimmy Butler and this and this like team identity of we're dogs, we're gonna fight, we're gonna scrap. And like and no like no plays off. Like we're there are no plays we're not we're we're not taking any plays off. We're not losing focus for a second. Whereas you have a team on the opposite side like the Clippers that obviously lost focus numerous times. You have a team like the Celtics where like you like you said you know, oh, like, my shot really isn't falling today. I'm not, like, you know, I'm not as crisp as on offense or on defense. Like, I'm just not – the focus is not always there. Uh, and, the heat, and yeah, the Heat are going to expose you for that. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, part for of that sure. does come down to – come down to coaching. Um, yeah, man. I'm trying to think. I don't know who else. But yeah, Doc Rivers – out of their whole team, their whole situation has been pretty questionable this whole time. You know, they're just getting exposed now. But yeah, Doc Rivers is very questionable. I think Brad Stevens, if he smokes it this season, I, I, if they get swept, I think maybe that's a little questionable. Um, yeah. Eric Spolster, I'm, I'm like, I'm really high on Eric Spolster right now. Like, I was already impressed with him. You know, he's. Really, he's, the Heat have always been pretty decent. You know, the Heat have always you – know, he's had a, he's had a pretty good run with the Heat. So Yeah. I, I think the fact that they have maintained their competitiveness post-LeBron is, is extremely impressive. Um, uh, yeah. Sure. And, and post – I mean, they, they lost Chris Bosh. Like, Chris Bosh could probably still play in the NBA if it weren't for medical reasons. Um, they lost Chris Bosh. 
traded away Hassan Whiteside, which seems to have turned out mm-hmm. pretty well. So, but they've they've drafted well, and they've coached well, and then you know being able to pick up Jimmy Butler. But between this season and kind of those others, like they've still maintained a pretty consistent level of performance. Um, and yeah, you got to give. I I kind of rep. I think we in Dallas rag on Spolster a lot because he was you know the coach that lost in 2011. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but it's hard to argue with the fact that they've remained competitive long after LeBron left, long after yeah. Dwayne went. Like the big three are gone. Um, but they've they've still uh, stuck with it. Uh, yeah, that team has a certain feel to it too. You know, like you hear you hear them talk about Heat culture now. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if they're like a marquee franchise, but you know, like I think Spolstra's kind of built built uh, you know built his own reputation. Yeah. Built the Heat have give, a reputation now. Give credit give credit to Pat Riley too, as their I believe he's their G, he's their he's even oh, the GM or president of basketball operations now. Um, but they've been able to draft well, trade well. Um, but anyways, enough with the heat. This is, this is a Mavs podcast. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do one more. Uh, Jay, do you want to talk, do you want to talk Nuggets Lakers and kind of, I'd love to pick your brain on that. Or do you want to move to the news from yesterday? Uh, Giannis being crowned as second uh, or second consecutive MVP. Uh man, I like real quick on the Nuggets Lakers. I um I don't know, after watching last night's game, really I think it's I think every game is gonna be a lot like last night's game. And and last night the Lakers played like how the Lakers Jay, play. Are you are you predicting sweep? Are yeah. you get, are you getting your broom ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm getting my broom ready, man. I'm getting my broom ready. Like the Lakers are just gonna outshoot them. They can't the Anthony Davis is still gonna ball on the Nuggets. Like the Nuggets can't they can't like shut down. They they can't they can't shut down a Kawhi like or, uh, not shut down a Kawhi. They can't shut down anybody like like how they shut down playoff P. Like how they shut down Kawhi. You know how playoff able P to shuts down. down himself. You don't need right. to necessarily yeah. shut down playoff P. He just kind of true. Yeah, you know I'm probably giving them too much credit, but you know all that's to say like they, they're not going to be able to handle the Lakers, man. Like okay, I think this is really I think the Lakers might. They might dominate. They might win the finals in five games. Uh, so I mean, the Nuggets. It was really exciting to see them beat the Clippers, but I think they're about to get exposed. Like, um, you know, Catavius Caldwell Pope was on. He's been on really. Uh, he had a didn't have a great series against the Rockets, but you know he's been shooting great from three. Um, I mean. I can pull up the stats here now. I don't. I don't know if Kuzma had a great game, but but LeBron yeah. and AD are just like taking turns, just like demolishing these dudes out here, man. Like it's not even fair. Um, but you know the the Nuggets are really they're they're a solid team. Like they look really good out there. They're they're staying competitive. Um, yeah. They're getting stops. They're getting stops here and there. They're um, they're a good scoring team too. But they're just not gonna. They're just not quite where the Lakers are at. So, um, yeah, that's my uh, thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't watched enough Lakers basketball. I will say, like, I think we, a lot of people, especially people that don't like the Lakers, have kind of put themselves out there on a pretty weak branch when it comes to 
the Lakers aren't winning a finals. Like they're not, they're not as good. Like you I think you saw is maybe this was more just like loudmouth Clippers fans, but I think you saw during the regular season, people continually, despite the fact the Lakers are the number one seed in the West, despite that you saw, despite having LeBron and AD, uh, you still saw a ton of people questioning like, is this, is this Lakers team for real? Um, you saw it, you saw it in the first round when it's like, Oh man, the Lakers are going to have to face Damian Lillard. Like watch out. Like yeah. that's the one team you don't want to face <laughs> five games yeah. later done. And then, Oh man, you got to face the Rockets. You got to face James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook. Oh gosh. Yeah. Designed for the done. team designed to beat the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, and I think some people are probably thinking it's like, Oh man, the Nuggets are on a tear. The Nuggets are, you know, are, are, you know, winning all these games there. I mean, they're winning in seven games go, after going down 3-1. So maybe they have to go down 3-1 to the Lakers before they do anything. <laughs> but but you see that and it's like, oh man, Lakers, watch out. This is kind of the Cinderella team. Yeah. And then I feel like five games later, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna see LeBron and AD boot them out of the bubble. Uh, yeah. I, I hope not. I loved I love the Nuggets story. I, I've loved watching them play. Um, I think Jokic and Murray are like Murray has the been stars. Yeah. Dynamic, just uh, incredible. I mean, so they gave us the gift of beating the Clippers. I am not a Lakers fan. I I respect LeBron, but I'm kind of like, no, nah, I'd love to see a Nuggets Heat. <laughs> final i'd love to see a nugget celtics <laughs> final i'd love to see anybody but the lakers oh uh, no but that being said <laughs> I, I do think yeah I, i'd have to agree i don't know if i'm if i'm willing to go all the way out on the like the sweep branch um because the nuggets have just like they've they've had some maybe the magic has run out but they've had a little bit a little bit of like a, of a secret sauce the first yeah. two rounds and I have to think that's good for at least one game. Um, but for but sure. who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <clears throat> yeah. Well. Entirely possible. Yeah, man. Giannis MVP. Two-time. Two-time MVP. Or two consecutive, which I believe he joins. He joins Steve Nash, LeBron, and I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the only – consecutive MVPs um it's impressive man I mean I'm gonna be honest like I kind of think it should have gone to LeBron (laughs) you know what and honestly I it could have gone to James Harden too I can't really decide who I wanted who I wanted to go to more LeBron or James Harden LeBron was second in voting I believe and then James Harden was third Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Which is yes. kind of crazy, kind of crazy because like James Harden is a leader in more stats. He led, in, he led the league in threes, led the league in, and um, he had the best three point percentage. You know, he, he had the highest points per game. I mean, LeBron had the most assists per game, but really, you know, he was the best passer in the league. And, and that that was his I think that was his claim to the MVP this year. But I think yeah, either it's kind one of, of them a, should have got it. Looking really. at the breakdown, it's a pretty like Giannis gets the vast majority of the first place votes, but it's kind of LeBron and Giannis 
up here and then a huge drop off to James Arden and and then Luca and Kawhi and on down the list. Uh, I think there's probably so I I do believe Giannis deserved it. Like you can, I mean, in the same sense, like I've seen people comparing this to Dirk's MVP when he won the MVP immediately after getting bounced in the first yeah, round. It's a little awkward by the Golden yeah. State Warriors. It's awkward, but it is a regular season award. True. Giannis's team won the most games. He was the most dominant player. He put up the, I believe, his his efficient. I mean, just yeah, all around efficient. efficiency yeah. was like those advanced metrics. He was this was a this was like a Shaq two thousand one level kind of year of dominance for Giannis. And of course, like yeah. losing in the losing in the second round of the playoffs doesn't help for that image. But he was the greatest player on the best team in the league. And it's hard to argue against that. I do think I would agree with you in a sense that like LeBron and Harden are kind of facing that they're, they're facing that um, a little bit of recency bias or a little bit of that, like LeBron has won four James Harden. You've already won two. Uh, like we're not, we're not going to give you a nut. Like yeah. when, when a player has won multiple, they almost have to, they they have to just I mean, what they have to do to win that third is is un is unhuman. Because um, yeah, you you mentioned it. James Harden has been put put together a mind boggling year stats wise. Uh, but I do think a lot of voters, a lot of a lot of jur- journalists in the media, kind of look at that as like, yeah, we've been seeing that for the last three seasons. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, and so you, you kind of get penalized for your past greatness. <laughs> you get, yeah, you get, you get docked points because it's like, okay, LeBron, we've been seeing you do this for 10 years. Like we're not impressed anymore. Like we've been, we've, we've seen you dominate like this forever. Uh, it's not impressive anymore. It's just like Le- LeBron's baseline, his average is already MVP caliber. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. As a LeBron fan, it's a little frustrating because, like, I mean, really, I don't. At the end of the day, really, LeBron is the most valuable. In this year, he was the most valuable man. Like, he's the one okay. dishing it out. So he's so, the one dishing out for the real good. Like, okay. So let's it. let's decide how we how we're gonna measure most valuable here, because because if you take Giannis away from Milwaukee, they're a they are a they're a garbage team. They're a lottery team, I think. Yeah. I think I think yeah. if you take uh, now if you take James Harden out of Houston, maybe with Russell Westbrook, maybe they're a playoff. They're still a playoff team. Um, if you take LeBron out of LA, they're a lot worse, but I think are still potentially a playoff team with with AD and with the rest of the roster as constructed. Okay, so this this measurement is is how much better the team is with them yes like how much value is added to the team similar in the sense to like how bad would the Mavericks be without Luka like Luka is Luka is worth like 15 games a year probably yeah like like without him we go from a 50 win team to like a 35 win lottery team for sure for sure so so to what extent 
Um, and this and this is kind of this this is going to penalize LeBron for having AD. It's going to penalize James Harden for having Russell Westbrook on his team. Um, so it's not the perfect metric. I think that's why it rubs me the wrong way. I think yeah. I think yeah. Anyway, continue. Okay. Yeah. But but I guess I guess it, it comes down to that's... like how, how do you measure most valuable? Like what is is it is it you put together the best stats for the season? Is it you had the most efficient, like most like dominant? You were the best player in your league or in your on your team. Your team won the most games. Uh, so like you obviously were super valuable because your team had this incredible regular season. Uh, or is it or is it more so like you're a great facilitator, you're making all of your teammates better? Or is it like you're averaging 35 points a game? Um, like there's so many different ways yeah. for people to to try and measure out. Um, yeah, I think value. all of those are. I think all of those are like all of those are up for debate. All of those really probably go in are, are mixed into people's decision making. You know, there's probably like oh this factor here is a little bit, you know, maybe I prioritize this factor a little bit more than I prioritize that factor. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm guilty of that. You know, now, now even thinking about it, I'm trying to think what, what is my specific reasoning for this? Like, I guess stats is one thing, but if it was stats, then what's, you know, at, at that point it becomes kind of an objective, something you could like objectively measure if it's you know if it's specific stats is it you know a number of stats well there's an infinite number of stats really you could you could formulate all types of crap you know out of out of you know steals blocks this and that um i think james Harden's interesting because he had a, he had um he was a leader in i believe steals and he was also a leader in in three pointers so mm -hmm. to me it's like people crap on him about his defense but he, you know, he was kind of dialed up on defense. I mean, he's yeah. When he's dialed in, he's as good of a defense player as anybody else. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree a hundred percent. And so, so I mean, I, I think I think he has a stat to show that he's a baller on both sides of the ball, and and he's every night he's putting up legendary numbers. You know, he's put he's got games of forty points, fifty points. You know, almost sixty points. It's crazy. I, I don't know if and and. Another thing to me is how hard somebody has has balled, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a very subjective measure, but yeah, how <laughs> perhaps, perhaps, I guess like how, like I guess Damian Lillard is someone who's like balled very hard, like who's clutch. He finished. Let's see. I need to do some math. I'm I'm really good at Excel. I don't know Damian, why. Damian Damian Lillard finished. Damian Lillard finished finished eighth in MVP board voting. So actually, so the bubble, I think, you know, we're the bubble has created kind of this this recency bias for us of like we, we can't Absolutely. even we, who can remember the regular season. The regular season ended really oh, it yeah. ended six months ago. So like the Giannis of the regular season is is already like eight months old. Like we don't we remember we remember playoff Giannis who got injured and shrunk and wasn't able to get it done against the Heat. In the same sense, like we we, like I'm remembering like James Harden and Russell Westbrook couldn't hack it against the Lakers. Like they couldn't they couldn't do it. So, but you see some interesting. There's some interesting players kind of further down the list here. So, 
Uh, Luca was obviously fourth, followed by Kawhi, followed by AD. Uh, would you like to know who was seventh in MVP voting? Jay. Hmm, I'm trying to guess. Now, who, who was it? Uh, point guard. Was it – it wasn't Russell, was it? No, it was not. No, no. Okay. No, please, please. All right. <laughs> Come on. Be serious, Jay. Be serious. This is a serious podcast here. We're just... <laughs> hmm. Was recently traded or was traded before this season? Did make the playoffs. Oh, man. It was, was, it, it was Paul. Paul George. Chris Paul. Chris, no, no, no. Not Chris Paul George. Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul finished seventh in MVP voting. Which, which that one I think fits very firmly in the category of without like this guy makes this team more like without this, he is the linchpin of this yeah. team. Like without him, everybody else is, is, or everyone else, they're, they're a bunch of bums. Like they're not making the playoffs. They're not making any noise. For sure. uh, followed by further down that list. And this is, again, this is, you obviously have Dame Lillard in eighth, Nikola Jokic in ninth, who has shown out in these playoffs. Uh, Pascal Siakam got some got some third, fourth, and fifth place votes. I think that comes down is kind of the Nick Nurse effect in that Nick Nurse won Head Coach of the Year partly because Toronto was great, but also because nobody expected them to be great. They yeah. lost. What many, what some consider to be the best player on the planet at the time, in in Kawhi, and yet they were still were great. And and Siakam did take some big steps forward, but then I think the most interesting, especially now, uh, among the teams left is at twelfth. Would you like to make another guess who falls in twelfth? They are still currently twelfth bubble. So who is tenth and eleventh? We had, uh, let's see, we had Jokic at 10th, Pascal Siakam at 11th. Man. We've had, we actually have two more guys left who are still in the bubble, and they're playing against each other right now. Anthony Davis. No, Anthony Davis was 6th. Oh, he was Anthony sixth, Davis was right way up, now. yeah. <clears> hmm. <throat> Man, I don't know. <laughs> so, on the Eastern Conference side, you have Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum. Both got uh, Jimmy Butler and Jason top, Tatum. Top five, top five votes. Jason Tatum got one fifth place vote. So, there is one, there was one guy in the media that was like, you know, Jason Tatum is a top five player. Uh, wow. But it's, but it's interesting to see, I think, after the bubble – most of us would look at like most of us are probably going to consider Jimmy Butler the most val like one of the most valuable, if not the most valuable player to his team after the bubble is over. Like especially yeah. if they make a finals run, if they win an NBA finals, like best player on the best team who makes the biggest difference for his team. Uh, and we've seen we've seen kind of I think a Jimmy Butler assance in the sense of like people are finally I mean we always knew that he was good but people have started I saw someone on Twitter pointing out like last year he was on the Sixers the Sixers make their deepest run into the playoffs 
The year before that, he was on the Timberwolves. Timberwolves make their deepest run into the playoffs with Jimmy Butler. The last time the Chicago Bulls were making a run into the playoffs, it was with Jimmy Butler. So um, you just have a guy who's like – he doesn't put up the flashiest stats, but you know that if he's on your team, your team is infinitely better. Um, Yeah, that describes him perfectly like – uh, and I think people remember the, those good moments. They remember the, the clutch highlights of him. Like, I remember he, he had a really good playoff against um, – um, man, who they play against? Uh, I think it was the Raptors. Um, yeah, he had, he had a pretty decent, you know, pretty decent run against against them last year. And so, like, he's he plays well when it counts – and and he's also just I think he's got a good reputation you know people know he's a hard worker you know he's a confident player um so I mean I think people like like Jimmy Butler for the most part um oh, and yeah. I, I think his I think teammates more than anything, have the utmost respect yeah I think more than anything I think now um you know this is really the furthest he's ever gotten I think now people are realizing that this is probably the best fit for him you know, this might, this might be, you know, this might be just the right, you know, the stars might be aligning for him, you know? Yeah. So I think that's what's going on right now. So we've, we've talked about just about everybody on this list, except for your boy, Luka Doncic. Yeah. The true GOAT. Uh, I know Mavericks fans, it's been where you're about 45 minutes deep into this podcast. And finally we're talking about, uh, some Mav stuff. Uh, unfortunately, that's that's kind of the nature of the beast when you're out of the playoffs right now. But Luka Doncic, in his second season, second season, the man is 21 years old and, and you know, a couple, like 100 days, uh, is the youngest player to receive top five votes in MVP voting. Uh, I believe he's in wow. – I mean, he's in company with – Tim Duncan, LeBron James, uh, it's insane. He finished fourth overall. Uh, he got 14 third-place votes, 36 fourth-place votes, and 22 fifth-place votes. Uh, Points-wise, when, ta- when they tally all that up, he finished behind Giannis, LeBron, and James, and he finished above players like Kawhi, Anthony Davis, and Chris Paul. So, uh what are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, what, what was your reaction to that? Uh, and round of applause, man, like round of applause. And I think that's, I think that's right where he belongs. You know, I think, I think he was accurately assessed here and, you know, it is crazy looking at the names he's above because he's above just legends, legends. And so, you know, you already know where he's going to be at, you know, you know, what company he's in, he's in already. So like, all-star status I think that's a perfect fit for him you know like I said I would have switched up you know I might have put LeBron over Giannis um I think I think really I think the top three could be shuffled any type of way and I would have been like all right whatever like that's I I understand it but um but yeah man I love seeing Luke up there in the top in the top five but fourth place is dope really good really good man congrats congrats um just it's it's one more it's hard to imagine, like, we've seen so much already in the first two seasons, you know, uh, rookie of the year, 
all-star, um, you know, the shot in game four against the goal. Like we've seen, we've seen so many accolades. We've seen so many, like this is, Luca is the youngest player to ever do this since LeBron yeah. or Luca is the youngest player to ever do this in ever, like ever all time. Mm-hmm. Like there are no, there are no other players on this list who have done this one, this specific thing. And so it's hard to imagine him still doing more because we've already, we've already seen such a historic pace from him. Yeah. But I look at this and is there, is there any doubt in your mind that Luca is going to be in the top three going forward? Like, like I, like I don't see, I don't see a way over the next four, five, six, seven, eight seasons where he's not going to be considered the top five player every single year. Like maybe there's a year where like he gets injured and he's, and he only plays like 50 games or he, you know, some, something comes up and it's a fluke year and whatever. But I look at this list and I'm like, Giannis has won two. LeBron has won four. James Harden has won two now, I believe. Uh, Luca, Luca is the is the heir to the throne at this yeah. point. Like, yeah. like if if you're looking for a player who hasn't won one, who is putting up mind-boggling stats, who is extremely important to their team and their team's success, who is an absolute dog who makes all their all the other players on their team better, look mm-hmm. no further than Luka Doncic. The Luka Doncic MVP 2021 campaign starts like today. And, and I, like, I, yeah, I, I don't see, I mean, LeBron could continue to dominate in eight in his age 39 season. And I still don't see him winning an MVP because like he's yeah. already won so many. Uh, Giannis, I don't see, I mean, maybe he, balls out and just goes insane and like the the greek freak finds another level and they give him a third in a row maybe even if he goes as hard as he did this past year it's going to be harder to give it to him no 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 no. he he would have to he would have to average a triple double he would have to i mean he would have to put up 40 average 40 points a game and i mean he the the level that he would have to get to to win a third would be ridiculous. So yeah. I'm here saying right now it's September 19th, 2020. Like Luka Doncic is going to be your next MVP. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll step out it. on that limb. No, I I'll step it. out on that yeah. limb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luka Doncic. But the thing is, I think the thing is, it's going to take like our records got to be crazy. We got to be like top three seeds. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think if yeah. a third seed, I think he's got it easy he's got it if we make it to the third seed it's gonna be if it's like any lower than that it's gonna be up for debate for sure if we if we come into the playoffs as a seven seed next year i yeah i I think i think he gets i think he gets dinged for that um but no i mean because because we know he's gonna put up the mind-boggling stats he's Mm -hmm. gonna put up the like the hardened level stats the question is does the narrative build around him? Does his team build around him and continue to grow uh, to the point where, I mean, and you've mentioned it before on this pod, like we still haven't seen like full grown, fully evolved. Yeah. He's already a top four player in the league and we still haven't seen 
the the ultimate version right the other the other players in the i mean anthony davis i believe is only like 25 or 26 but Uh, i mean i think he's 28 or 29 now oh really he's been in the league for a minute yeah it seems like he's been in the league forever pulling up numbers here pulling up numbers but yeah his company is like old dudes ogs goats ad ad is 27 27 i'm tripping yeah so, yeah, but, he's, um, he's, well, he's younger than I even I thought because he came in after one. Yeah, I mean, Luca. College, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's up here. He's up here with he's Grace. so young, Chris, dude. Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Hall of Famer. Damian Lillard, Hall of Famer. Uh, Nikola Jokic is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Jimmy Butler is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep. Kawhi Leonard is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, and, and most and most Jason, players that yeah. get considered for MVP are gonna become Hall of Famers. Let's like that's it's a dumb comparison to make, but yeah, you have James Harden is his fully realized self. Like he is. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna say that he has reached his ceiling, because um, I think the great the greatest players like LeBron. I mean, we we kept saying it's like oh he's reached his. We people were talking like he reached his ceiling last year or two years ago or three years yeah. ago. And he continuously is like, okay, maybe I've reached my ceiling, but, like, I'm, I'm holding up the ceiling at this point. Like, I'm holding up the entire building. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we may – Giannis is, is, I believe, 25. So, like, he, he still has um, – you know, who knows? He's he, going to be up there for a minute. He's going to be up there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, he is 25. My goodness. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's wild to see, and it's really exciting to see him be voted, be voted above yeah. the, the finals MVP from last season. Yeah, and, it, and if we see Lucas surpassing James Harden, like, it, like, if he improves to the point where he's surpassing James Harden's numbers, but he's still the same, I, I, I guess I'm like, getting into like fantasy world here but if if he's if if he raises his three-point percentage a little bit if if we see him like tweak he raises the things, his free throw percentage a little bit yeah if he if he improves in the areas that he's already i mean not that he's shabby in, but but if he gets even better and better and better in those areas it's gonna be to where he's surpassing hard numbers and things you know so i don't know it's just crazy that he's doing it this young but him being so young, he's got time to build that up. You know, we we saw LeBron James. LeBron James couldn't shoot. You know, that was one of his criticisms when he was young. Like, LeBron James can't shoot threes. You know, but then he, you know, he's got some clutch threes. He's he got some clutch highlights, clutch moments. Worked on his, you know, shooting, and he built it up. Now he's a you know respectable three point shooter. You know, I don't I don't know off the top what he's what he's doing these days, but you know he he's got a good rep. You know, you don't, you don't want him with the ball open at all ever anywhere so i mean um yeah we could see a lot of improvement from luca i don't think we've seen really anything yet you know like it's all it's only up from here obviously some tragedy could happen like but you know really what could happen you know we're like, gonna talk about that we're not we're, we're not it's been gonna... two years like and like there's nothing we've seen him bounce back from i don't know he's tough he's he's big you know what I mean? Like, I feel like 
I really I was kind of nervous the first season watching him. I was like, oh man, I hope he doesn't get hurt. I hope he's not a bust. I hope you know, hope this, hope that. Like I'm like I watch Luca with confidence these days. You know, <laughs> I mean, like I, like I watch Luca and I'm like, like he's going he's about to just run through everybody. You know, so like I don't know. Here's hoping, yeah. Fire. The future. Fire. The future is bright. The Gosh. future. I mean, and you think you think you're gonna get tired of saying that. Like, and it just, it just, every day there's something new where it's like, the future is bright for these Mavericks. Like it's, I mean, the, you, you, every, every cliche, you know, the sky is the limit, you know, the, the, all, every cliche applies in this situation. Uh, Like it's every cliche you might, you might spat off is true. um, Yeah. About this guy, about this team. Um, Well, I think. I think that covers just about everything from the past week in NBA. Uh, any any more any more Rockets or Clippers slander you want to get in before we sign off, Jay? Um, man. Uh, well, how many first round picks were traded for Paul George? <laughs> I believe I believe five. Five, five. So first round five, picks were traded for Paul George. Five first round picks and two and two actual players. One of whom, Shea Gilgis yeah. Alexander. Who uh, too is, decent? Yeah, is, Danilo yeah, is going to be a great player. <laughs> yeah. Here's thing. Okay, let's uh, Clippers. The Clippers traded away five, like five first round picks and two players. And Kawhi, Kawhi is only under contract through next season. Oh man, yeah. I am, it was. It's win time. It was win time. <laughs> And Paul George said they're still trying to get it together. So, I mean, all that talk. It turns out Russell Westbrook was right, man, when he was just talking about uh, Patrick Beverly, man. (laughs) He's just barking. He's just yapping like he's, you know, he's just talking, but he can't actually back it up. And he can't. Like, they really just couldn't. So, I mean, great to see them go out after all that hype. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, this has been Buckets and Beyond. Yeah, Buckets and Beyond, Sands, uh, our fearless leader, Ben Seibel. Um, but yep. thanks for listening. Jay, it's, it's always a pleasure. We should do this more often and just get on without Ben. And just it's and, the two of us, and, yep. yeah. Uh, you know, just dope around. Uh, but yeah, this has been Buggets Beyond. I'm Andrew, aka the, the Goon. Yep. I'm Jay Bonnie. Give us a follow on Twitter at Buckets Beyond. Um, we're on Instagram as well, at Buckets and Beyond. Um, yeah. Give us a follow, hit us up, send us some send us some memes, send us some stats. Always send down us whatever. for those. Always down for those memes. Yeah. <laughs> send us your Rockets Clippers slander. Uh. oh yeah. Because it, it has been it Send has us. been sustaining me this this week. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. We make episodes every week. Um, buckets and beyond. We out.